0: My family was so happy, but the reality was I wasn't, and that's something that's a reality with a lot of people today, but at the end of the day, when when you grow up, you're not going to be happy at them, and it's just going to cause friction between the family and you.
1: This week on the Young and Dumb Podcast, we have Brian. This young entrepreneur is the king of all trades as everything he touches turns into gold. He's a former student at Montclair State and originally was a dancer. But after finding his passion in video games, he then shifted focus to start his own esports team and became a self-taught video editor for them. Using those skills, he was able to get recognized for his talents by Gerard Adams and got a job full time with them. So this week, we create with Brian.
2: Vixie is killing the creative world, so we had to give him the acronym CREATE. CREATIVE. His work speaks for itself. Check out his Instagram. It's insane what he can do with his camera, plus a little bit of editing. Reflective. Always looking back on his journey to see how much he's grown, not only in editing, but as a person. Elaborate. Is how he creates content. He looks at his content in a way to tell a story. And when you combine it all together, it tells that story. Aberrant. Is his journey. He started in esports before it was really a thing, then dropped out of college, not once, but twice, to figure out what he wants to do with his life. Not a very traditional path, if you ask me. Tireless. Constantly working. When the person you're creating content for is constantly working, you've got to keep that intensity. Plus, you've got to create content good enough to keep up with it. Exhilarating is what photography has made his life the trips he goes on, the people he meets, and everything in between. His story is everything a 20-year-old could want. This week, we create with Vixie.
1: What's going on, everyone? It's your favorite co-host from the East Coast, Justin and Gary, back at it again. We are back with episode 82 of the Young and Dumb podcast, getting creeping closer to that 100 mark. Today on the podcast, we have Brian from New Jersey joining us has a bunch of stories to tell, and we can't wait for it. So, Brian, say what's up to the people.
0: Hey, what's up, guys?
1: Glad to have you on board with us today. So, we're going to introduce you to something we like to call the young and dumb way, where we waste no more time, get right into it. Let us know who you are and what's your story.
0: Dope. So, yeah, I'm glad to be on this podcast. I'm Brian Rosario. I'm 20 years old, and um, I just call myself a creative director because I do photography, graphic design, and videography and i'm trying to even spread myself into other directions of where my passion takes me and uh, where my energy takes me um i guess uh where i'll get started with my story is that i started from just like uh, the passion of wanting to dance when i was um, 10 years old i was in middle school and i just had this drive for you know wanting to be ins- I was very inspired by like the ones that surrounded me. Whether it was my brother, whether it was my parents, my bro- my brother and my parents were both dancers growing up. So like seeing them dance and like take on like the stage when uh, I was in middle school, and like even my brother, he would win like first place in dance competitions, and um, it was something that drove me. I wanted to be a dancer too. So what happened was like um, I was surrounded by all this energy of just dance and dance and dance. And um, it inspired me, and I wanted to be a dancer. So my passion drove me to becoming a dancer. Also, um, at the time, um, it was about 2010. Michael Jackson has just passed away, and I was really inspired by him. He was one of my biggest inspirations, um, and it was um, something that really deteriorated my like um, passion because, like, at the time, it was just something that really hurt me, and. Um, So I was really driven by like Michael Jackson. I started to look through all of his YouTube videos and it's like something, it's like one of those things, like when uh, a rapper dies or like any like famous person dies, you don't really like notice it and you don't really like to start to really acknowledge them until they actually die. So what happened was like he died and then I started to really acknowledge him, but through all of his past history of like him dancing. And I, I just wanted to be just like him when it came to dancing. So I started to really replicate his dance moves. I went into my basement every day, um, you know, hustling, just basically learning the craft, learning to be Michael. And um, I wanted to put that energy out onto my own middle school, like into my stage. Uh, We were just having a talent show, and my brother had a contender in, like, all the past three talent shows. So, like, sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade, and he, like, won all of them. So, like, for me, that was, like, so inspiring to see my brother, like, do something like that. You know, when it came to dancing, he was the only dancer in my middle school. And to see him have that drive where he doesn't really care what everyone else is doing, whether they're doing sports or whether they're doing, um, you know, whatever, I guess, boys associated themselves at that age, um, quote, quote. Um, so, like, for me, that was, like, really inspiring because, like, I know that no other boy in that school was dancing and like I wanted to be like a part of that um, legacy that he was leaving in my middle school, I guess you could say. And so I started to dance. I started to really get into it. I took on those three talent shows in my middle school years, and I also won first place. And that was really a passion drive for me. You know, just going through that whole dance um, experience of mine, it was just a passion that was really strongly associated with. And then when I got into my freshman year of high school, is when really things really started to make a twist in my life and started to turn into a different energy of what I wanted to do with my life. So my brother still kept on dancing. He was, um, he started, he kept dancing throughout the whole year of high school and, um, he didn't really have ambitions. Like he didn't really want to like do this as a career. He was just doing it for fun. And that's something that's going to play throughout my whole story is like everything that I've done, it was all, and. Um, like it was all passion drove. Like there was nothing like at the end goal. Like I wanted to make this a career or anything. That's how I've really treated everything. Everything in my entire life is just like I want to do it because it's fun. And at the time it was like I'm young too, so like I don't really know too much about like I gotta create money. I gotta I gotta generate wealth for whatever I'm doing. It's not like it's not like it has to be a job. It's like something more. I'm just fun. It's just fun, and I want to associate myself with it. So then, I'm. I'm in high school and my brother introduces me once again to my next passion because he had introduced me to dancing. So now he introduces me to my next passion, which is video games. He got me into this passion just by saying, um, do you want to play MW3 one day? And I was like, what is that game? I don't even know like what that was. I didn't even play video games. I thought it was like a nerdy thing to do, I guess you could say at the time. And I was like, um, I was already like fading off from like being a dancer. So that passion was dying and um i started to associate myself with video games it wasn't something uh, it was once again something that was just driven by fun and my whole family and friends in my like inner circle were like also playing uh video games so like i started to reach out to them we started to get in these i guess you could call it parties private chats and we would uh play video games like every day um anyway moving forward it's like Um, video games became a really strong, I I became really strong about, really strongly passionate about video games, and it turned into something that I wanted to do every day. Um, Unfortunately, I couldn't because my parents, but technically this is something that is fortunate because, like, you don't want to have too much of everything, but my parents definitely wanted me to, to stick to school and, like, you know, concentrating on that, so, like, they would only let me play on the weekends, which is totally understandable, and Um, Anyway, I would basically try to play as much as I could, and during the summer, I went ham at that literally every day, like not an hour not spent playing video games. I literally had uh, 48 uh, days of hours played into Black Ops 2 when that came out, and um, I, I, I really just loved video games at the time. It was something that I was really driven towards, and it was something that was also kind of an escape for me. During my high school years, I didn't really make that many friends. And it was something that, you know, it was something where I can make friends. And um, I guess it's, like, a lot easier to make friends when, when you're online and you don't really have a profile to show. So, like, for me, that was something that that, that was my community. That was where I went when I needed someone uh, in my life. And that, that drives to my next point is, like, um, I wanted to start a group of friends where we could just play together. And... Um, back in the day, we had these things on M- Modern Warfare Three. If you know what that game is, Call of Duty, and they would be called clans. Um, so, like everyone had their own like little clan, but it was just all fun. Um, so we we started our own clan. I started my own clan with my one friend slash family member, I guess you could say. It was called King, and it was an esports team, I guess you could say. Um, professional video games, we would go battle with other teams. It's just like a sports team. Everyone would go battle themselves, and sometimes they would even be played for money, which is something that, um, you know, stuck in my mind for a while. It's like you could actually make money from video games. Um, so we had this team. It was called K- K1NG, or King. I don't really care about the name, but I just want to show you guys what the point of, like, how this all turned into what it is right now. Um, So it was a video game team and I was the lead, I guess you could say of it, or the CEO, if you want to put it in the perspective of what it would be today. Um, And during that time, it's like, I wanted to make our team the best team um, ever, whether it became through. So let me just put another perspective here is like, um, video game teams they were something that were being like broadcasted on YouTube so people already had twitches and people wanted to like share their gameplay online and like for us it was like something we wanted to make like gaming montages and like uh, it was like like call of duty montages where you would snipe and just shoot people but like it was like really cool I don't know how to explain it but it was really dope anyway all these video game teams that were out there wanted to do their personal branding I guess what, what you could call it today is like everyone wanted to brand their team to be the best team that, that was out there. So there was like these huge teams that had millions of like, in like Twitter followers and YouTube followers and like, and then you have, so like, let, let's imagine this in like a real, like real world term, real, real world. Uh, like um, I guess you could say example of today is like you have like the Nike, the Adidas or whatever brand. And then you have like the other smaller brands of like the shoes, that want to like be like them. So like for me, it was like, you know, we were just starting out, but we wanted to be like these teams that had like the best branding and the best like videos ever on YouTube. And so I started to take ownership of that and I asked any of my teammates on my team, if they could do personal brand, well, if they could do, like it wasn't even considered personal branding at that time. It was like, can you make a, a YouTube banner for our team? Um, so our team looks better on YouTube. And then none of them responded with yes. So I was like, you know, I'm not just gonna keep saying no. I'm not, I'm just not gonna keep taking a no uh from people. And I I just went on YouTube and started to learn the skill myself. I just looked up how to do this, how to do that. And um at the time we didn't really have that much money either, so I would just um get the programs for free, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> yeah, I would tour it And that's another skill I learned how to get stuff for free online. Um, and this is something that I think will resonate with a lot of people today is a lot of people aren't taking that initiative if they, if they don't have that, if, if they're missing something. So like, this is like entrepreneurship, like one-on-one right here. So like, I didn't have, I didn't have that, what I needed in my team. So then I, um, I needed that, what do you call it? It's like, when you need something in a team, you just have to create it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You just have to look at a way to make it possible and be, be that like entrepreneur. So for me, it was like. I didn't have anyone that was going to do graphic designing or photography or, um, well, there wasn't even photography, at that, but like graphic designing or video in my gra- in my gaming team. So like, I wanted to, um, I just wanted to do it myself and just get, get that through. So I went on YouTube tutorials and I just typed in how to uh, do photo, how to, how to design on, on Photoshop, how to design, how to edit on after effects. And, um, over like the span of one year I learned how to do, graphic designing and uh, learn how to use Adobe After Effects. And I w- I knew the language, like I knew it just like a language. So I had this language and then um, let's just push it forward. My, my gaming team ends and um, I'm still with these skills of like learning, still knowing like graphic design and video editing, so then I'm still in high school. I'm a junior in high school, and we have graphic design classes and we have photography classes in our high school. Um, and through this, I was like, um, I took both classes. I took the photography class and the graphic design class. And at this time, I already had a lot of experience. Like I already knew the language of graphic design, and I knew every tool. I knew how to. I knew how to create. Like create. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, I was just creating um, just tons of things, whether it was YouTube banners and um, so how, anything how, how, anything how for social, social media work branding.
2: Work? Huh? How, did how did you get, get to work with Gerard Adams?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, word. It's coming up. Uh, so uh, at the time, I was in high school, and um, I'm just um, doing graphic designing and stuff, and I was like, I want to incorporate my own photography into my graphic design work. I don't want to keep looking online for, like, Photos, stock photos. I want to use my own photography into my graphic design work. So I started. Mm-hmm. So then I asked my parents if I can get a camera for Christmas, and they were like, "Yeah, we got you one." And um, so then I started going out taking photo- photos and then incorporating it into my graphic design work. This is this led to me taking photos for the car scene. I started going to car events and t- started taking photos slash videos. So yeah, it started to get me into videos at that point. Once I once I picked up my first camera, I started to get into videos. And then I started taking photos, videos, and started graph and like started designing graphics for like cars, uh, like in the car scene. So I would like take photos of cars, and make them look really good, and then people would print them out and put them on their walls. And then after that, I even started making videos for cars. But later on, I um, later on into my uh, movie, I guess you could say, <laughs> is uh, when I started to get back into esports. And I took a long break from eSports. I was like, all right, this is not working out too well for me. So I was like, let me get back into eSports and see if it could offer me anything. I get back into eSports, and then I asked one of uh, the – I asked the owner of this one huge team known as Astro Authority who was, like, killing it in the community of, like, gaming. And I asked him if I could be his creative director, not a graphic designer, not a photographer, not a videographer, but basically all three of those. And just basically – drive the creativity of wherever the branding was going or anything towards that. And I, so he, he said, yes, he said, and he said yes. And then I went to California and that was my first ever trip like to California ever. And that was like so inspiring to me because like it just let me know, like I could just do photography and videography for a video game team like that. If I could do that for a video game team, it's possible that I could do this for any other association in real world. So I was like, Um, so then I started going on more trips. I did about three trips with them and it was just really, really inspiring to me. And, um, it really drove me to my next point where I got into the time of my senior year where I needed to decide if I was going to college or if I was not going to go to college, my parents let me decide. It wasn't anything where like my parents like were driving me to go to college or anything like that. It was something that was definitely my choice. And, um, so I decided to go to college just for a semester and see how it was, and um, I went to college. And what I noticed, uh, and what ended up to be, is like I was losing a lot of my skills while I was in college. So I had learned all of these skills of Photoshop, After Effects, and Premiere, and like Lightroom, all these like editing tools that I needed to know, right? And I was in my first semester of college, and I wasn't really being taught that. To be completely honest, I was going for filmmaking, and I wasn't really being taught those skills. Instead, what it felt like, I was losing those skills because I wasn't practicing them enough. Because I was already ahead enough where they weren't going to be teaching that yet, so they weren't get to it, but they were going to get to it at a later point, and I wasn't really like ready for that. Right now, it was just like bookwork. You're going to learn through all this bookwork, but like I, I, I was right at that point. I was already a visual learner. I can't learn through that. I need to learn through experience. I need to learn through actually like going through it if i if i try to look at a book i'm just gonna get bored and not look at it like i just need to go through it experience wise like physicality um actually get in there but um the other thing is like at that time i was still doing stuff for esports but it was very limited because i could only do stuff on the weekend so like there was one trip i was able to go on a, um to california with my esports team uh, professional gaming but Like, um, it was just very limited. So at that point I was like, I'm taking a semester off college. Um, I told my parents (laughs) and they were not happy about that whatsoever. Um, and (laughs) yeah, but they didn't really understand my vision at that time either. It's like, I was like, at that time I was just like, I could probably take this into my own hands, learn Photoshop, learn videography, learn all this stuff, all these like crafts and like start my own business out of it or like media agency or just work for an esports team was my vision at the time just like travel for them get paid by them and do all that but um, that wasn't really working out i took that semester off and it wasn't working out for the for the rest of the year that i decided to take a semester off took that semester off the summer comes and i'm in this full state of like depression and whether uh, depression and confusion of whether i want to go back to school or i stay out of school and see where it could take me Um, or find a different career option at that point. I was just so like, um, at that time, at a loss of motivation and inspiration. And so um, this is September, I still remember it so vividly. Um, I was in September, I decided to go back to school. My family was so happy, but the reality was I wasn't. And that's something that's a reality with a lot of people today, is like your family might be happy with what you're doing. But at the end of the day, when, when you grow up, you're not, you're not going to be happy at them. And it's just going to cause uh, friction between the family and you because you didn't even get to like take a chance, a risk at following your own dreams. So for me, it was like, I better take this risk right now. Um, but I really couldn't because like, I, just, I just felt like I had to impress my parents. And that's something else that I, I'll touch up on later. But like we just have, we always feel like we have mm-hmm. to impress someone. It's not the reality, though. Um, okay. Anyway, so I'm, I'm in school and then October comes, yeah. October comes and I was just so uninspired and unmotivated. I wasn't even taking that many film classes anymore because I was just like out of that craft and I'm on my phone and I'm just going through all these Instagram profiles that I'm inspired by at this time. I already had like 18,000 followers on Instagram, which is pretty cool to me. It was like, I grew this little community off social media. Um, And um, so, yeah, I start, I started just DMing all these inspirations that I've been inspired by, like, whether it was through YouTube, whether it was through entrepreneurship, whether it was through music, literally, I wanted to be on any, any type of platform, whether it was any of those, Um, whether it was like going to concerts and like doing video for them or working for an entrepreneur and being like their personal videographer, that wasn't the intention, but like, I just wanted to, I just wanted something that would like save me from being in school because that's what it felt like. It felt like I needed to be saved because like school wasn't doing it for me. And um, I just felt like I had a l- little bit more to offer at that time. Um, and then uh, then I get the opportunity. I, I DM like 30 entrepreneurs. I go back to school the next day and then I, I get one DM back. And I, I didn't I didn't really look at it. I didn't really know who it was. Um, until I actually opened my Instagram. Um, I went to my parking lot. I went to the parking lot to get in my car and then I finally look at the, the Instagram DM and then I get, and then it says Gerard Adams. I get so surprised, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> literally like like in shock. And I, I, I was like telling the crossing guard at the time, like uh, the crossing guard was crossing me and I was just like, yo, look at this. <laughs> I was just so hyped at that time. And, uh, and then uh, I literally stayed talking to that to that crossing guard he's actually one of my friends but like um i stayed talking to him for like a good 30 minutes of just how hyped i was and how cool this opportunity was about to be and then i called my mom That the, right there then and i was like mom my life is changing i'm i'm rushing home <laughs> and then right that when that happened i go in my car and i go need for speed home like fast and furious like shh, like just go because he because then at the time is what he told me in the dm is like I want to put you on an interview so you can either work with my team or work with me personally. And for me, that was just like, Oh my God, he saw my feed. He's like so hyped. And I was just like, I was hyped. I was so hyped because he said my work is like incredible. It's like so amazing. And at that time I went home and then I went on that interview and the interview was with one of my friends named Jared. Um, he's amazing. Um, I went on the interview and he told me that I have a chance at joining um, his Jarad's one company called Founders. Um, I don't know if you guys know about that. Do you? Yeah,
2: I've uh, seen a little bit. Yep. Yeah,
0: but basically, it was an online platform where people could go on and sign up for a, a monthly payment of like I believe it was thirty dollars, and you get to get access to everything on the platform um, to learn how to start your business or um, you know step up your business Uh, in the next level but um so yeah for me this was really exciting because even just working with an association that is associated with gerard adams to me was like a huge eye-opener and like just really something that was really big for me at the time i just wanted to get it working with that so i got in this interview with um with the guy from founders and he was like maybe you have a chance of, of getting in let's let's talk to you next week let's get on a call um, and I was like, okay, um, that's cool. I didn't really get a yes or a no, but maybe. So I was like, that's not enough. I, I got to do something to like really push the limits here. So that night I stayed up the whole night and I designed a whole website like for them. Like I redesigned their whole entire website and made it like look like the coolest thing I thought it was at the time. Um, just rebranded the whole thing. And I really just went all out. I, I designed business cards that day as well. I designed, um, what else did I, I designed a YouTube banner, I think, or a Twitter banner. I, I just tried to design like a whole folder full of assets that they can use. And this is something that a lot of people don't do either. Is like, if you, if you even get a slightest bit of an opportunity or if you don't even get no opportunity, go out to each brand that you know, and design something for them because that's something that a lot of people won't even do. And this is where I'm going to get into free work is like, Doing free work can get you that opportunity that you're looking for. If you're not willing to do one piece of free work, you're not going to do, you, you're not going to get the opportunity that you're looking for, period. So for me, it was like, I got to do all of this and see how it turns out. The next day, I send him everything. And then he's like, so hyped. He's like, come in Monday. You're, you already got a job. And I was like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I got that job. Um, I, I had to do like one more physical interview, like go into the place and like do a, like answer a few questions about myself. And then I got that job. I was so hyped, best time in my life. Um, and at that time, I was already like thinking about like, oh, I'm, I'm already gonna not go next semester of college. It, it's already happening. <laughs>
2: Dude, that's that's so dope. And that's it's amazing because a lot of people might look at that journey and say oh this kid just got lucky so Gerard Adams responded to his dm but when you listen to everything that you've done leading up to that point whether it's uh, working on your esports team taking all that pressure and putting it on yourself to learn video editing to get adobe premiere after effects whatever it is and then finding a way to make it work and grow and learn on your own it's incredible that you've put yourself in that position to succeed and then on top of that when Gerard Adams actually did send you the DM, you got the interview, you went home, did even more homework that you didn't necessarily need to, to kind of push you over that edge. And I feel like a lot of people, especially um, in your industry, like the more artistic and um, content creation industry, don't do a lot of that stuff.
0: Yes, I agree. Yeah, and I I think it's something that a lot of people need to start doing. Um, And for me, it was just like, if I don't do this, then I'm never gonna get the opportunity, um, or like, because this is like my my message like throughout like my entire life. Like this is how I've played every opportunity that I have got close to getting. So like, when I was in my esports teams, I forgot to mention this, but like, I also did free work for them that they didn't ask me to do, and that's how I joined them. So like, I would get in a lot of different teams that were like huge or like really huge, like um, like close to like being phase clan level. If you guys know who
2: what. Yep. Yep. Wow.
0: That is. So for me, it was like, I just got to keep doing this in my entire life and I will get, I will obtain any like opportunity that I want. And it's also like a thing of just putting the energy out there, which a lot of people don't do. Like look at every successful music artist, look at every successful filmmaker that has become, gained success. It's like they put the energy out there. Look at Kanye West, he's always saying like how he's so confident in like what he's about to do. Like he's about to do this by next year and then he does it. And then, but like the thing is you have to put the energy out there. So like for me, it's like, I'm gonna join this team. That then, like a few months later, maybe a year, it's still gonna happen. You're gonna manifest that, but you have to put the energy out first. If, not, if people aren't putting the energy out, you're not gonna ever have anything to like be inspired by or anything like that. So for me, it was like just always put the energy out there, and you'll manifest it. I've manifested so many things this past year because I just made the decision to put that energy out there, whether it was in a tweet, whether it was in uh, a film that I'm trying to make, or whether it was like anything, uh, just talking to your friend and being like. Hey, I'm gonna meet Kanye West by next year. I don't know, but maybe that will happen. So, like, you just have to put the energy out there.
1: No, I, I feel that like that's incredible. Like, what you've done is, I'd like to call it like goal-oriented work. It's you had an objective, and you wanted to work towards it. So you needed a graphic designer or photographer, so you became one. Um, you needed something for your job or your um, your esports group. So you became it, like you ran it, like you have that goal in mind. So you work towards it. So by talking things into existence, you'll work towards it and achieve it, which is incredible. Like, I really commend you for doing that. Uh But now I want to take a look at your journey and I want to turn it into a loading bar. Yeah. Yeah. So from zero to a hundred percent, where do you feel like you are right now on your loading bar?
0: Yeah. I've never got a question like that. So I'm going to say I'm about, in my opinion, I'm probably at the 5% of where I want to be at the 5% bar. That's where I think I am. Um, just because I think there's so much space in what I can do and what anyone can do. Like for me, like the video games was cool, but like, that's just the beginning. And like, now I'm working with Gerard and that's like the the, I guess the beginning for me, in my opinion, like the, the working with video games and like doing all of that and like going to college, dropping out—that was all like my my I guess you could say vix log if you want to include my name in it like prologue, like everything before the actual movie begins, the story begins. So like right now, this is my movie. This is where every scene starts to begin. Like I think it, if we were to count it in scenes, I'm probably like on on scene like three of my movie if if there was like a like a certain scene. But like um. I don't know. For me, it's always the beginning. Like I always look at every day as just a new beginning. I don't look at – I try to not like look at like the past or like even into the future. I just kind of live in present moment because I think that just helps me the most. It doesn't distract me and it doesn't make me feel like I have to keep a certain feeling for like a certain like object or person.
1: So tell me what 100% looks like. 100%. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, for me <laughs> i don't think too much in the future but for a hundred percent like i don't know uh, that's like a that's a difficult question
2: for like, me what is what is your wildest goal i guess my
0: wildest goal was would i mean my end all be all goal is to like really just inspire people to like do what they love and like um i guess like spread more love into the world like i don't like how people um hate on people's like i like i'm on the same vibe with kanye or like any like a Like, with Instagram and stuff, like, I barely use it right now. I might work for it. Like, I might create content for, like, Instagram users, like Gerard Adams, of course. But, like, when it comes to, like, actually, like, having um, a connection with Instagram, I've lost a little bit of that in my, like, past few months. It's, like, it's not, like, the same, uh, like, connection that I've had. Like, I don't really feel, like, likes through it or comments. It's not something that I really enjoy about Instagram. And um, so when it comes to, like where I want to be is just like, I want to influence the youth to just do what they love and spread love, Um, but live life as a movie. So like, for me, it's like, don't, don't do anything that, um, I mean, like take the risk that you want to take. Like, so like act like it is a movie, like take the risk, any risk that you want to take because you are the director of your life. Don't let any other person be the director of your life because your movie is your movie. You're the director of it. And if someone else writes your movie, then it's not your movie.
2: No, definitely. I I love that you, the way that you turn your life into a movie, and the way that you always speak your life, and whether it's a scene, like the way you filled out your pre-interview form. I think that was really dope. The way that you sectioned off everything as a scene, that that's amazing. And I love I love the message that you're trying to spread around the world there with that. But um, with that, we get to move on to our favorite part, which is the deep thinking questions. So, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right. All right. So question number one, let's imagine 100 years from now, you're sitting down and it's your last day on earth. You've been able to accomplish everything that you've ever wanted in the world. Every young person under 20 has been inspired by you. You're this worldwide phenomenon, etc. But everything gets erased once you die and you get to pick three things that you want to be remembered for. What are those three things?
0: Uh. dedication one of them so like dedication to my craft whatever i'm really dedicated towards at that time well like throughout my entire life so like i want people to be inspired by how much dedication i've put into each of my crafts whether it was the graphic designing photography or videography or whatever i go into next is like i'm looking into even getting into 3d modeling 3d animation but like so like that's why I also say it's seen one of my movie. It's like, I want to learn a lot more. I don't want to just keep staying in the, in the field of like, I, I, I might want to even like learn music, like production. Like that's something I'm still like looking into right now. I'm downloading all the programs already. I'm looking into YouTube tutorials because the at the end of the day, it's like, I want to become the best creative director that I could possibly be. And I also might even want to have my media agency in the future. A media agency on, I don't really know what the name could be. Maybe vix Talent, maybe something along the lines with VIX, But like, um, something that can like, um, basically be the, the Vixie or the, let's, let's put it in other terms of the entrepreneur, uh, videographers, the D rock of like, uh, for people that don't, can't find one. So like a platform that gives you that, um, so like a team of just like full of Vixies or D rocks or like Babins that are able to create this content for entrepreneurs, but they pay, pay like a premium price or whatever, um. And for me, it's like uh, so. Yeah, I just wanna, I just wanna keep leveling up in w- w- whichever way I can. And if I become the best possible creative director that I could possibly come by learning all of those skills, and I'm able to, you know, own a team and like really like tell them that, like, mentor them in what direction they need to be, know how to pay them what they deserve, know how to like give them credit on what they deserve to be given credit on. So like, um, that's something for me. I-, I want, I want my experiences. So like what I've experienced is whether it was low pay or going through free work or because everyone's going to go through the free work stage. If you don't go through the free work stage, for me, it's like, you don't, you're not going to get the opportunities you want. Um. So going back to the question is like, um, you know, I, I want dedication to be one of the things is like, I'm so dedicated to my craft. I will learn every skill that there, there possibly is and make sure that when I have my own team that. You know, I can make sure they're as dedicated as hopefully that um, what I'm looking to be like as dedicated as I am hoping to be. And then I guess for another thing would be like um, putting um, I I don't know if it would fall under the same thing, but just like love, love towards everything that you do, being grateful for everything that you do um, and and making sure that what you're doing is out of love and not for not for like, uh, object, like material things like money. Cause like, um, I just don't feel like you money, like will drive you. Like for me, it's always been like passion and love for, for what I'm doing. If it's not passion or love, it's like, I'm not passionate about it. And I'm not like driven through love, then I'm not going to do it. And even though like you might have all like forces against you outside, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, um, you just have to know that, um, one day when you do, um, succeed at what you're doing, they're going to understand. So like, for me, it's just like, um, always love what you're doing and, and, uh, be passionately dr- driven by it.
1: hundred percent. Like I can totally get behind that. And especially like the passion, like t- to see that in someone, I think that drives and motivates other people to make the best out of themselves as well. You know what I mean? Um, like if someone, if you see someone working hard, or you see how much someone cares about something, like they're gonna wanna do it that much more. They appreciate it that much more. So I can totally get behind that as well. Um, so we have our second question. We're still around that 120 year mark. Okay. Um, so we take a look on your shelf and you see it's a screenplay of your life essentially, um, from beginning to end, but the very first scene is your entire life up into this very second. What is the title of that first scene?
0: Oh, that's so cool. You know, that, that that actually reminds me of something I want to do in the future is I want to get a tattoo. My first tattoo, where I want to get a tattoo, it's going to be on my chest and it's going to be um, every scene of my movie. So right now it's going to be like an empty film reel. And then I'm going to put try to put like an object or like something that represents that scene of my life onto my chest. Uh, I want to get a tattoo like that. I think that'd be pretty that's- cool.
1: That's dope.
0: <laughs> yeah, going back to it, like uh, the title of my first scene, um, I guess could be called the uh, the director's chair. I would call it, and if I wouldn't call it that, then I would call it origin. But uh, the director's chair, I think, fits more because, like, um, it's like like this scene of my life is like when I'm really taking direction, like really taking ownership of my script, and like sitting in the director's chair and like really directing my life, compared to like um i don't know like a lot of other people might like not be um directing their own lives and letting other people um write their own script
2: i love it i love it so question number three let's imagine if you got one minute to speak to all the young individuals of the world you only get one minute Ooh. and your discussion is going to be on doing free work because a lot of them feel like they should not do free work what right. are you telling them
0: okay one minute what is yeah,
2: start? one minute what is <laughs> Go.
0: Okay, cool, so um, here's the reason why you should do free work. If you're thinking about not doing free work, you're you're going to fail first off, um, in my opinion, because I have done everything, um, at all of my success, everything that I've done has been through free work. I started working for Gerard Adams for free. Um, the first like three months I worked for his company for free, um, and it, it was something that I had to gradually grow myself into earning a pay. But like you have to do the work for free and show what you can do to like the CEOs or like whoever you're trying to impress. And then once you get that first engagement of them looking at your work and, and, and seeing that potential that you could bring to their team or their organization, it's like then they will be able to recruit you. But if they can't see the piece of work that you have put, let's put yourself into that step, that position. Let's say you're a CEO of a company and you're looking down at all these people, all these creatives that are trying to get to you. Um, and you, you you can't decide, right? There's one way you can make them h- and help them decide. So just think of it that way. You're helping them decide who should be on your team. It's like you have all this competition. You're not going to be able to like decide who's going to be on your team. But if you're able to, like, if that person that wants to be on your team is able to provide some value, whether it's free work or uh, free design, a free graphic, a free video, then they're able to see your work and they're able to be like, oh, this kid's dope. Let's put him on the team.
1: So that's what a month a minute and minute, fifteen about 20, something minute around 20. there. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, right, but, but we'll take we'll that. We'll definitely take hard. that in stride. I mean, we can we can add a couple of seconds, brownie points on the end there. Okay. Appreciate that. So for all all of you listening out there, free work is the way to go. It's, it's a great foot in the door. It's a great way to establish connections and to show off what you can do. Um. So we'll transition into our fourth question. So title of the podcast: Young and Dumb. For us, Young and Dumb is young dedicated up and coming motivated motivated and bold but what does being young and dumb mean to you uh
0: so what young and dumb means to me would be like everyone everyone i think um has been in a point where they're young and they want to find what they're passionate about or what they want to do for the rest of their lives right so like um you know we're all at this point of like i guess um considered i wouldn't cons- Well, kind of like considered at a point where we don't have much knowledge of what we want to do or how we're going to do it, um, but we're able to like learn and, um, you know, feed off of like people's energy around you of like what you want to do. So for me, it's like young and dumb. It's like I was young at one point and I'm still young. We're all like still young, but we're all still learning at the same time. So I feel like everyone can uh, um, resonate to the message of young and dumb. It's like we're all still trying to learn. Um, we're all still dumb, kind of,
2: <laughs>
0: because if you're dumb, then you're still learning. If you're not dumb, if you consider yourself too intelligent, then you're never going to be able to learn because you're just considering yourself as already knowing everything. So for me, it's always staying young and dumb, and I will always be young and dumb, and I will always try to learn from others around me and um, just feed off of people's energy.
2: That's dope. I love it. I love that definition. So, before we ask our last question, um, where can people find the content that you create? Where can they find that beautiful content that you create for Gerard Adams?
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, you can either go to my page at VixG, V I X C H Y, or you can um, also check out some of my work on Gerard Adams. <laughs> check them out. A uh, little shout out G A R A R D A D A M E. Oh, wait, M S. Whoops. <laughs>
2: yeah weird spelling stuff out like yeah (laughs) i i've messed it up so many times but yeah follow gerard adams follow Yeah, their content is dope man yeah i think what
0: differentiates differentiates my content is i try to um strive to be a little bit different from like other pages that's what i've always tried so like for me it was like always looking up to like taylor cut films because he always added like a little bit of like manipulation or design to his work and it's not just like a regular plain on photo he actually like wants to tell a story through his photo. And that's something that I've tried to take on too is like um, whether it be a video or a photo, I just want to be able to tell a story without actually like narrating the story and being able to like impress with visuals. It's like, I always am visually, I, I'm actually trying to call myself, like I don't even want to be called like a videographer or anything anymore. I actually want to start this new generation of visual artists. I think that'd be a dope like, visual artists, so, like, we have music artists, right, but why don't we have, like, visual artists or, like, people that are known like that, like, that, like, so, like, everyone's a videographer, right, there's tons of videographers that are going out there and filming for other people, but it's, like, we have our own visions, too, and you might consider that, like, a film director, but I think we, we there's, like, a certain section where it's, like, a mix between, like, 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 online media and then, like, a real, like, narrative film, where, like, there's this, like, certain, like, like, um, industry being made where it's like, you can be like a visual artist and like, you know, have the, the arts of like being a graphic designer, a photographer and a videographer and combine that all into one and make like just something that's beautiful, uh, like an art piece or a visual album that is like a music album. You go through it. So like, maybe there's like 10 scenes or like 10 videos that you can go through and they all have different stories, but they all come together as one, just like a musical album. So I think that would be a pretty cool concept that I'm trying to even put into the works right now.
2: Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, it's definitely a different sector of art, if you want to call it, that's being created right now in the more like the online era of YouTube or influencers or people like Gerard Adams, anything like that.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: but with that, so our last question, what is a question that you wish that we asked you?
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> um oh maybe about maybe about my work, like how I work. Um, like uh like what's the progress, like what's the what do you call it? Uh what's the the process? The process of like creating every day and like, how do you go about that?
1: Go ahead, uh, break, it down, break it down for us.
0: Okay, cool. Dope. So yeah, um, usually what I do is like, I'll be able, I'll, I'll be at work on a, on a platform that, that is used for like scheduling work on your, on uh, if you're on a team. So like I have a, my own, I have a team with Gerard Adams. So like every day we get a place to work on this one website called Workboard. Um, So we'll check into it every day and see what we're assigned. And um, I'll usually come home and, well, no, I'll usually, well, I am home. But, yeah, I'll be home and then um, I'll uh, sit down. I have two desks here and, well, two desk setups so I can also work on two computers. So, like, one's my iMac and then one's my laptop. So I'll go from iMac to laptop, like, just keep going back and forth. One might be for graphic designing one day and one might be for video editing one day. But for me, it's just always trying to be that, that content creation machine and trying to really improve and take myself to the highest limit of creation, whether it's doing like three things at one time, like I'll be like graphic design here, rendering a video here, and then going on that computer on the other computer. And then I'll be um, making like Instagram swipe ups or Instagram posts for Gerard Adams. And then maybe I'll come back to this computer and have some free time, work on something for my personal brand um, and then put something up like that. But, and then I also use these therapeutic candles, which are pretty cool because sometimes it gets a little stressful, but yeah.
1: <laughs> so. oh, that's that's dope. I definitely got to get on that that candle wave. Uh, it's something that I've been meaning to get into, but you know what? I, I think you might've just pushed me over the edge there. That's <laughs> super dope. But uh, I want to take this opportunity to extend a huge Get your Grind Up Young and Dumb thank you for taking the time out of your day, dropping some knowledge for us, and you know, coming on the podcast and having some fun
0: oh thank you so much for giving me a voice this is amazing i always wanted to do it this is actually like my first interview so it's, it makes me really happy to give a voice out and hopefully answer some questions that people may have for me and i, I just want to thank you guys this is an awesome show um i really appreciate it you guys have amazing questions
1: and uh, thank you appreciate it i mean like every everyone does. everyone has a voice they just need a platform to to speak it. So I'm glad you're able to to come on and um, drop some very important very important, very crucial knowledge um, for our listeners. Um but talking to our listeners again, if you want to learn a little bit more about Brian, you can hop on our website, get your Grind Up.com, or you can follow us on social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Get Your Grind Up. We will be back next week with another episode of the Young and Dumb podcast. It's your co-hosts from the East Coast, Justin and Gary, signing out never forget we're all young and dumb
2: and always remember get your grand up that's See right soon that's peace. right that's the
0: movie and you're the director let's get it <laughs> <laughs>
1: peace